0: This is the Straight From The Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everybody, it's another episode of the Straight From The Net podcast. Of course it is, because we're here every week. We never fail you, ever.
1: Nope, we're here. Show us some damn love. Show us, show us, show us. Hello, everybody. I'm Jamie. And I'm Danielle, if you haven't figured it out. And And it is Monday, September 28th, 2004, and the the weather is humid and gross (laughs) for another day until it goes back to wonderful fall weather.
0: Yeah, tomorrow it'll be like 75. Right now, it's it's a little bit. I got a shower, and I complained about it before. I'm like, I live in an old house. The air really doesn't do a whole lot of justice in this place, and every time you try to get, you know, dressed and, like, do your... Makeup and things like that. You just sweat profusely. It's like I just got out of the shower and sweat is down
1: in my ass crack. Yeah, I'm glad just it's running. Like you're sitting here, you're all pretty dumb. I, I blue dried my hair today so it doesn't look the best, but I didn't bother to put on makeup. Well, you don't usually. You don't no. like it, you don't need it really. I don't really do the makeup thing. Like I do it when I'm going out, like I don't want to be sexy. Yeah. But most of the time I'm just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> I am what I am. Well, we're going to try and do a little bit of a video today, so
0: I didn't want to look like a crack whore from under the bridge that my boyfriend
1: saved me from. I'm fine looking like a crack whore from under the bridge. I'm okay with that. Okay, uh, okay. so this weekend, mm-hmm. um, Friday I worked it on the rubs, it was fine, blah, 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 blah. Um, there was some technical difficulties, we didn't even get started till 10. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> like, Jason was like, Jason was Kathy. everything's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. And then Saturday, me and Paco had triannuals for pool, and we won and made it to States. Woohoo! States is on the same day as Jenna Bacon's wedding. Oh, God, no, it's not. (laughs) So I can't go to States, so (gasps) Paco's going to meet us at the reception. Oh, my God. But the triannuals was very weird because we started out at 9 a.m., So we had to be there at 9 to shoot at 10. Right. And then after we won, there was like a five-hour break. Right. So me and Paco ended up going home, and on the way back, we stopped at Allison's birthday party. Happy birthday, Allison. Um, And her mom came in, and she was like, hey, girl. And I'm like, hey. And she's like, it's been a long time. Give me a hug, so I give her a hug. And I love Allison's mom. Her name is Kathy. She's fucking amazing. And she was like, So I've been listening to your podcast. And I was like, oh.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and, I and didn't that's know what she said say. to me. I'm I sorry. Was like, I'm
1: sorry. And she was like, Do not be sorry. You girls are hysterical. I love listening. So I was like, Well, I'm going to shout you out. So there's your shout out. Yes. I, I
0: did notice that. I didn't know that that was Allison's mom, though. So yeah, yeah. I noticed that she was listening. So, thank whole, you so much. Allison's whole
1: family's a good fucking time. So, yeah. So there's that.
0: Oh well, let's see. So I don't. Know. Friday I worked all night. Saturday I helped a friend move, and Saturday night around ten o'clock we had drinks so until about two. And then yesterday we went to breakfast. <laughs> and then, I- I finally got to work at some point and then went to my parents and the boyfriend came for Sunday night dinner. So that was kind of nice. He got to sit down and just do like the normal thing. But it was cool because Christopher went to H2O, the unsanctioned H2O, and um down in Ocean City, Maryland, my oldest did. And he went down with his friend and he also went down with a coworker. Right. Um, And they work, you know, for you know, Honda. So it was like, they go down to go see these cool cars or whatever. And all I can see are videos of complete and total mayhem down there. Yeah. Like total freaking mayhem. And I'm panicking. Like, Oh my God, how the hell, like, what if something happens to him and we got to go down and get him? We're not even able to get into Ocean City because, I mean, it was, like, pockets of, like, 500 people. Like, right,
1: and they were drag racing on Route 1. Like, they yeah, had traffic on the stop way home, yeah. to drag race on Route 1. They're assholes. Oh, I just yeah. said to Christopher, I was like, how was H2O? And before you even get the answer, I was like, how about we not go to that one and just go to Cruise Week instead? I know. Well, and I thought
0: it was so it's nice. and like, He finally got to go to do something, and it was his first experience going to the beach with his friends, just in right. general. They didn't. You know, they never did anything during the summer or anything. Because they're mostly, like, you know, the online kids. They, like, you know, play their video games and all
1: their friends are online. And that's kind of what they do now. That's well, so crazy because we were beach kids. Like, we were. Well, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I'm just saying, well, we were younger, though. I mean, we would, you know, hang out. We would be outside. And we would be away from where our parents could see us. Like, I right. think we had to you know These kids don't leave. They're fucking vampires. Like, the sun is, like, you know, kills them. Like, it's it's the weirdest thing. So, I don't know, it was nice that he went down and he had a really good time and I was kind of panicking and I texted him and was just like, just be careful, you know, I love you. Like being a total freaking drag of a mom. And then finally, like two hours later, he was like, it's okay, we're back at the hotel. And they didn't see any of the stuff that was like being posted. They saw like none of it. There was one where like this kid was like, did a burnout and then (laughs) parks the car and he could see the police running towards him and he takes off, hauling ass. He's like, Usain Bolt, man, that fucking kid was gone gone, like, in a flash, fucking But he left gone. his car behind? Left the car behind. So I don't know if it was his car or his friend's car or whatever, but then he takes off, the cop runs after him, and then here comes this crowd of people running after the cop. And I was like, oh my god, I don't want to see it. Like, it was just like, oh my god. And then there was like, at one point, they had like a U-Haul van, and they were like trying to push it over, they were rocking it, you know, from both sides, like trying to see if they could flip it over. I yeah, was like, oh my they, god.
1: And they, they think this is fun, they think this is cool, like, and they're fucking assholes. Oh, lighting things on fire. Yeah. Was there was, like, like some explosions. Papa was like, babe, he was like, they're young kids. They're assholes. He yeah. was like, they got something to prove. He was like, the rich kids got really nice sounding cars that are, like, rrr, rrr, rrr. Right. He was like, but most of them are just, like, freaking, like, muffler kits, and, and they're just loud and obnoxious, and the right. older people down there don't want to hear it. No, they and don't. And he was like, the older people don't want to hear it. The young people are like, woo, because they're assholes. And oh, he yeah. was like, so it starts problem. He was like, you won't catch me or anything. Anybody from any, like, reputable car club. Car
0: club, right. Down there. Down there
1: during H2O week. Right.
0: Well, and I thought it was funny because it was like, they just kept, like, hauling cars away. Hauling yeah, cars away. Yeah, like, they away.
1: fenced off the whole convention center. I was like,
0: oh, my God. And they're nice cars. Like, mm-hmm. su- like, Supras and I mean, nice cars. I mean, they were all gone. I mean, people were like, I don't There was one point, though. It was so funny. There's this little ginger kid, right? And he's like, in this group of people. Right? And they're all boys. Like, you can tell just by their voices the way they're talking. So, like, one of them's, like, recording. And then there's, like, this ginger-ass idiot in front of them. And he's also recording. Well, at this point, they're, like, it's, like, a mob mentality going on. And, like, the cops had, like, this kid on the ground or whatever they were doing. And now this mob's kind of, like, closing in. So, like, backup comes flying in. Right? And then they got, like, a mace or something. I don't know. And then they start kind of spraying them, like, get back, get back, like, get away from them, like, because, I mean, if they would overtake these cops, that would have been really bad, right? So, they're, like, <laughs> these young-ass kids, they're, like, blah, blah, fuck the police, blah, blah, and then here's this little ginger kid, like, yeah, I ain't scared of you, and then, like, the cop was, like, sprayed at him, and he was, like, oh, like, it kind of, it was just <laughs> the funniest fucking thing, I was, like, do you, and, and it was like, do you even realize how stupid you sound? Like, you could tell he was just trying to sound cool for somebody else. But he looked like the langiest, like typical, I don't know, like he was waiting for Pedro to run for president. I don't know. It was the funniest fucking thing. And Christopher said he didn't see any of that shit, though.
1: No, he said that he was just standing, they just stood by, them, walk the strip and watched the car straight by.
0: Yeah, and that was it. He said and he didn't see any because of that crap. He's a
1: good boy.
0: I know. It was funny because I actually posted on Facebook. I was like, you know, my son's down there. I wish he wasn't there. I wish they would have found something else to do. And I was waiting for somebody to be like, well, why is your son down there? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you know, because he just thinks, oh, it'd be fun to go. My friends are going. I want to go down. And like, they actually are really good kids. So anyway, everybody made it home. Everybody's fine. And here you guys are getting ready to hear another episode where we're going to just bring to you the shit from our timelines that we found really funny or interesting or whatever and i'm going to let jamie start go jamie go all
1: right so we we're talking about police <laughs> activity so i'll go with this okay all right so newark condemns an unlicensed massage parlor amid prostitution Im- investigation
0: and that's here in delaware right? so it's
1: in newark okay it's, it's right on it it's on, our newark right it's not newark it's a it's on West Park Place. Okay. And it's basically a house. I did I did see
0: that. I did see I'm surprised. I thought I saved it, but I think I just put it over So it page.
1: says the um Ah, oh, of course it's like do a survey. Oh, hold on. Son of a biscuit. Oh, it's not gonna let me read the damn thing. It says the city of Newark has has shuttered an unlicensed parlor on West Park Place. Shuttered. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's allegations of, a, of prostitution, but right next door is a legit massage parlor that's not in a house. They're also being fined for having a business in a residential building.
0: Oh, okay. That's not zone commercial or whatever, right. right?
1: So, there's that, but <laughs> they had to call in a UOD police officer because... None of our police force know Chinese.
0: Oh shit! So
1: they they brought in the U of D police because they have an officer that's fluent in Chinese. Right. So he went and he talked to them, and I'm like, "How do we know like this guy's telling us the truth?" Because he probably went in there, and they were like, "Happy ending." Uh, <laughs> I'll be back. And he's like, "Don't worry, ladies. I'll tell them that I told them this, and in actuality, I'll be back later for a rub down and a rub out, uh, a rub and tug, a rub and tug." <laughs> so that's what's happening right down the street from us
0: you know what there's another one right up the street and I know we've talked about it before one right here yes there's one right outside of my development like if you make a right outside of my development the very next buildings that you come to on the very end It's the suspicious as fuck looking, and it's like, and it says spa. It just says spa. But it's it's, completely clean. It's completely closed up looking. Like, if the board is... Except an open sign.
1: Right. It's boarded up with an open sign. And I always say to Paco, I'm like, I wonder if that's a happy ending massage parlour. He's like, of course it is, babe. And I'm like... Of course it is. I'm like, how do you know? (laughs) Yeah.
0: How are we knowing?
1: I'm just, I'm just kind of confused what's happening.
0: Right? Um, I saw this thing in... We haven't talked about memes and things like that in a while. <laughs> Even though that's, I like, honestly, like, me and Bruce are laying in bed, and I'm like, look at this, look at this, look at this. Like, all night long, that's what I, I do when I finally get in bed. But it was pretty funny, and I don't know how true it is, but I thought, here's a meme that I can stand behind. And it was, you probably think 2020 is the worst year, but turns out it's not. Historians have unanimously crowned 536 A.D., as the worst year ever due to a dense fog that plunged most of the world into darkness for two years. Oh, God. This resulted in the coldest decade, the Dark Ages, in 2000, or hold on, the result in the coldest decade, in two, oh, in 2000 years, and was accompanied by the bubonic plague, which killed over 100 million. This period was sparked by an Icelandic volcanic eruption in 536, resulting in the copious spread of ashes worldwide. All right. I mean. So I'm thinking, yeah. was okay. a long-ass time ago yeah but i mean i guess maybe you know 2020 is coming in second (laughs) i don't know because like how do you get past like all right plunge into the dark ages a bubonic plague i mean although we have covid i don't know how many things i don't know how many people got taken out by covid though i don't know nobody knows no exactly how many nobody knows i know and then you know the icelandic volcanic eruption so yeah i mean could you imagine like
1: i mean right now i'd just be like what it happened. Like, that's how so fucking over I am, 2020, that <laughs> an, an asteroid could be coming towards the earth right now and be like, meh. Nah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's whatever. Just, you know, just make sure uh, it goes quickly.
1: How come I need you to the store? I need enough cigarettes to get me through until I die. I need... <laughs> enough cigarettes
0: to get until I die. Maybe a
1: Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, It's football season. I love music, football. Oh God! So the Eagles aren't doing so great this year. I, they had a tie yesterday, didn't they? They did. I was like, like I didn't know you could so do that. There was this this video of this gentleman, and he's zipping up this bright ass pink. He's this big. He's this big African American man, and he's in a Vic jersey. Okay, which shows you how long he like he's been like a diehard Eagles oh, fan. Oh yeah. So he's wearing this Vic jersey, and he's zipping up he's outside his door zipping up this bright ass pink suitcase and uh-huh. his girlfriend comes at her his wave, and she's like where are you going he's like i'm leaving and she's he's she's like but where are you going he was like going to get my quarterback and she's like what he was like i'm going to chicago to get nick Foles." <laughs> i can't believe they let him go uh they're dumb well they let him go and then the vikings let him go nick Foles is freaking amazing he is killing it for Chicago right now. Good for him. Like, you know what? He? He's always been, like, the backup. It, it's time. And he, he won a damn Super Bowl. He won a damn Super Bowl. He brought so, them back from the break and, got, and won them a Super Bowl. You think? I mean, and when? And then the following year, the same thing until, well, they didn't make it to the Super Bowl, but when Wentz came back, their season went to shit. Like, Wentz is way overrated.
0: I think, yeah, a lot of people are saying that right now. Like, a lot of people are talking about it. So,
1: anyway, speaking of football, Joe Montana, who... He was like my first football crush. Right. So when I was younger, I loved the 49ers because I thought he was just so handsome. Right. And he really course. is. He is handsome. So okay. a picture of him. He's still, oh, yeah, no, I know he is. He's still very handsome, even at an older age. No, so he, then I was. Go then he moved to that. the Chiefs. So I was the Chiefs fan, and I had, like, the Chiefs parka jacket. So anyway, um, Joe Montana and his wife, Jennifer, had to wrestle one of their grandchildren away from an intruder that just entered their home on Saturday. Oh, my God. So, the pro football Hall of Famer was at his house in Malibu, California, when a 39-year-old woman entered the home through an unlocked door, grabbed the baby, and walked into another room. Montana got the child back before the, the intruder ran away. The woman was eventually arrested and is now on um, kidnapping and burglary charges.
0: Dear God, that's so scary. Right. Oh, my God.
1: Could you imagine, like, just no. you know, walking in and be like, oh, there's an open door and I hear a baby. Holy shit, that's Joe Montana. Oh, my God. That is so scary. Right. But apparently, you know, Joe wrestled the baby away from her, got the baby. um, And she walked in, got the baby, and walked just into another room. Like, she didn't try to leave with the baby. No, but still, like, I mean, she's obviously got mental problems. But she's definitely got some, some mental So issues. Some mental
0: problems, yeah. Oh, my God. But how crazy is that? Sorry, I mean... Joe
1: Montana. I love you. Uh,
0: well, uh, <laughs> speaking of, like, celebrity-type people... Because mm-hmm. Joe Montana, he's kind of like a celebrity.
1: He right? is a celebrity. Yeah. Um, he's a fucking football hall of famer.
0: <laughs> um, how how's it going with you, um I you keep know, flirting st- with Jason Bateman? I and keep all that?
1: stalking Jason Bateman and He probably thinks you have mental problems. He does. <laughs> and he's then, like, She's crazy. And like he doesn't care that he was in my spank bank in the eighties. <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> and like I also like try to talk to Dolly Parton all the time, but she's so busy.
0: And <laughs> she's so busy, yeah, that's exactly why she doesn't uh, And I know that you. she would
1: get back to me if, if she she knew how much I loved her. You think so?
0: I do. Yeah, you don't sound like you need um, hospitalization at all <laughs> Right Well you know on another note it's kinda of funny, right before I get to the thing that I was gonna do. But you know how, like, we save our things, like, through Facebook, and it's, like, you know, just save this link, and then we can go to our saved items, and that's, like, kind of how we, like, you know, pull up stuff, right? <laughs> Somebody did a Crackpot Chicken and Dumplings, and it's, like, been sitting in here, and I'm, like, I need to, like, save it to Pinterest. I'm, like, I'll do later. I, I literally have-, have Crackpot Chicken and Dumplings sitting in my saved items to talk about them. I, have, many, I, have,
1: I have so many food items. I have, like, Buttered Ritz Cracker Chicken. And there, it sounds delicious. I wanted to make it, but I was like, like, you know, Kathy, she's like carbs. But today I made chicken chicken Alfredo, so still carbs.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. So I have one that's kind of like really weird. So I don't know. Somebody took a baby, and these people took a whole lot of condoms and are trying to like resell them. So it's very interesting. This is like everywhere because of course it is because it's fucking bizarre. But this is actually on the BBC News, which is like the daddy news. Right. right? We have a couple daddy news. And BBC is one of them. And this is from September 20th. Vietnam police sees more than 320,000 used condoms. That's disgusting. It's, well, it sounds disgusting until you realize that they've cleaned them, repackaged them, and we're going to resell them. That is so disgusting. I'm just thinking, like, could you imagine the vat of shit, like, water and detergent or whatever they had to put all these used condoms in? And not only that, but it's like, how do you get people to give you used condoms? Like, that's fucking gross. So it says, Vietnamese police have seized more than 320,000 used condoms that were to be illegally resold. Of course it's illegal. To unsuspecting customers, local media report. Footage showed dozens of bags that together weighed 794 pounds in a warehouse that was recently raided in the southern Binduong province. A woman, who was believed to be the owner of the warehouse, was arrested. The condoms were reportedly washed, reshaped with wooden dildos, and then repackaged before being resold. The so, arrest-
1: they not only washed them, but they put them on something that could splinter through them?
0: Well, yeah, I got wooden dildos. Yeah, the arrested woman said she was paid 17 cents per kilogram for the condoms, according to Vietnam Vietnam State Broadcaster VTV. It isn't unclear how many such condoms have already been resold on the market.
1: That is gross. Isn't that super disgusting, Rooneyville? Oh, first of all, condoms have gooey stuff in them, and they've been put into something gooey. So to touch a used condom that does not belong to you. I know. It's the most disgusting thing on the planet.
0: But it's like, and how do you get them? Like, there are so many questions. Are like, they like, digging through trash cans? Yeah, trash cans to get them. In Vietnam, there's a lot of whorehouses. I was going to say, are they going to, like, whorehouses and being like, hey, we want your used condoms? But, I mean, who uh, would want to touch them? Like, it's just, this, it just oh, my God. It's just, I can't even imagine, like, what they would need to do in order to, I, I don't know. It's just, a, and she got paid 17 cents per kilogram. Yeah. like but that was
1: 794 pounds. That's a lot of money. So she probably made a pretty decent, you know, I mean, I like feel like that kind of money. You could just go out and buy a fresh condom. Fresh condom, <laughs> you tell you
0: bother? her But that's disgusting. That is disgusting. It's
1: fucking disgusting.
0: And this was all over the place, too. Like, CNN
1: had it and everything else.
0: So, yeah, all the daddy news were like, hey,
1: check it out. Speaking of um, not used condoms, <laughs> Bendy Irwin's having a baby girl. Oh, I did see that. How sweet is that? Where, wasn't it, it, was like a, um, a turtle or something? Or she was a turtle. turtle and, and then you they had the, the picture. sonogram. They're freaking adorable. I know. Maybe I, everyone uh, makes my whole entire day happy. Like, she's like the little ray of sunshine this world needs right now. It really is. And remember how we were talking about it before in the other
0: one? It was like, oh my God. Like, when she announced her pregnancy... There was like three thousand comments, and I literally scrolled through looking for the asshole that was going to say who or who cares or what. Nobody. Everybody loves Bindi Irwin. I think, I
1: think we know why our
0: national treasure, like you our, know our why? world treasure,
1: because everybody fucking loves Steve Ir- Irwin.
0: Yeah, everybody loves it, but she's
1: so s- and cranky. She's great. I mean, I just so anyway. Back to the weird and crazy. I just thought okay. I'd let everybody know that. Okay. Um, So apparently, you can overdose on black licorice. Oh, that was also being reported. I did see that, yeah. So this is from 2 Okay. A Massachusetts man overdoses on black licorice. God. Your parents were right. You can't overdose on too much candy. <laughs> a Massachusetts Jeez. man has died after eating too much black licorice. First of all, Because I know. Gross. Who the hell wants to eat black licorice like right? that? Though It's disgusting. Uh... So I was worried because, you know, I started reading this, and every year I get Paco's Uncle Glenn, a big-ass thing of Twizzler's, And Uh, he sits and eats them, and I was like, I have to, like, read this and make sure that the same chemical that's in black licorice isn't in the red. Right. We're good.
0: Okay, good. All right,
1: so, um, the 50-year-old construction worker's heart stopped after he ate a bag and a half for just a few weeks. Oh, God, really? A few weeks? A bag and a half in a few weeks? Well, it says a bag and a half for just a few weeks, maybe a day? I don't know. The unusual case, which occurred in 2019, was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. Even a small amount of licorice you eat can increase your blood pressure, uh, even just a little bit, said one of the reporter's authors, cardiologist Dr. Neil Boutla. Um, it says the FDA warns anyone over 40 eating two ounces of black licorice a day for at least two weeks can end up in the hospital with an irregular heart rhythm, or worse. Black licorice contains the combo- compound... Okay, Jay. Jay, get your pen.
0: <laughs>
1: GLY... C-Y-R-R-H-I-Z-I-N glycyrrhizin, which is the sweetening compound. Or, you see how I just went into that. Yeah, one? which is the sweetening, sweetening compound derived from licorice root. It can cause problem, It can cause potassium levels in the body to fall to dangerous levels, which in turn can lead to arrhythmia, high blood pressure, swelling, lethar- lethargy, and congestive heart failure. And it's not just licorice sticks. Jelly beans, licorice cheese, chewing tobaccos, and even some Belgian beers contain the compound. Jesus. According to the report, the man was having lunch at a fast food restaurant when he suddenly started gasping for breath before going into cardiac arrest and losing consciousness. He had reportedly switched over from red fruit-flavored licorice, which does not contain that compound, a few weeks before his death. While FDA permits foodstuffs to contain 3.1... Percent of the compound acid, Butala said many candies and other licorice products do not display how many how much is contained per ounce. A spokesman for Hershey's, which makes the popular Twizzlers, which is what I get over right. right there, yeah, says, um, assured AP that all their products are safety and formulated in full compliance with the FDA regulations. But added all food, foods, including candy, should be enjoyed in moderation. So that was Hershey's take on it. Yeah. But I was like, oh, and then as soon as it said red licorice was fine, I was like, thank God, because if anything happened, I'll Google Google I would be so upset. He's my favorite. Oh, my gosh. I, I just can't even imagine, like. Well, that's what you get for eating shit, like, black licorice, because it's gross. Yeah, like, who the fuck would you? I mean, who wants that? Ron's dad loved black licorice. Like, Ron used to get his dad black licorice and black jelly beans all the time, because, like, it was his dad's favorite. Really? I don't get it. I think it's disgusting.
0: I do too, because it's like, um, what is it, uh, Jägermeister? Yeah, um, like Jägermeister. I can't do Jägermeister either. But like when you would like, you know, back in the day when you were still bartending, and we would do Jägerbombs, bombs, like, oh, uh, like they are really, really good. But they think, um, the surgeon isn't really sure exactly why I had my arrhythmia, and they are wondering if it was from me doing the alcohol, Red Bull combo. Maybe. Because I never had a problem with my heart until after I had way too much caffeine. Like, remember, I was was sort of binge drinking because I was going through my divorce. Right. And I was doing lots of, like, those, um, you know, bombs, like, at night. Yeah. And then morning, I'd get up all dehydrated and have a cup of coffee. And that was when it was, like, almost immediately, like, what was I? I was out for maybe a month or so before I had my first arrhythmia. Yep. So, yeah, they were, like, you know, they see a lot more instances of it with the Red Bull and everything, but they say you're not supposed to mix the two, and, like, I would just constantly drink those, so. Well,
1: alcohol is depressant, and Red Bull is an upper. It's, like, right. uppers and downers. You really shouldn't mix that. Shouldn't mix them. I know,
0: but, I mean, oh, my God, those, those little things were really good, but. Um, Cherry bombs. Yeah, so, look at this. So, according to the Daily Mail... That popped up on my timeline. It's saying that the names of every passenger to have flown on Jeffrey Epstein's aircraft is to be revealed, sparking panic among the pedophiles' wealthy friends. Good. So that's according Good. to the Daily Mail. Yeah. Clear
1: poor Tom Hanks' name. Because like- I know. <laughs> God.
0: Well, and what's too? Um... Uh- Who's the one that's always running her mouth all the time? The one... Remember we talked about it? Uh, what's her fucking name? Married to John Legend? Oh, Krista Teigen. Krista Teigen. Everybody was saying that she was too. Like, they think that she was part of it too because yeah. she said something about pizza or something. Yeah. I don't know. So they're saying that that's going to happen. They say, Jeffrey Epstein's flight logs on his aircraft included his Lolita Express jet. have been subpoenaed, sparking fear among the rich and famous who party with the pedophile. The attorney general in the U.S. Virgin Islands, where the billionaire had a home and is said to have carried out many of his horrific crimes, has demanded to see the logs which document the passengers on his aircraft. The logs on his four helicopters and three planes span from 1998 until his suicide in prison last year. So it says Attorney General Denise George has filed
1: suicide.
0: I know. Attorney General Denise George has filed a lawsuit against his estate alleging 22 accounts, including human trafficking, aggravated rape, child abuse, neglect, forced labor, and prostitution. Mr. George is also requesting, or Miss George, I'm sorry, is also requesting to see any complaints or reports of potentially suspicious conduct, as well as personal notes made by the pilots. So, I mean, I don't know, man. The pilot, David Rogers, had previously revealed logs from 2009, which showed Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, Kevin Spacey, and Naomi Campbell were among those who flew on his jet. It is not suggested that these were any of the wrongdoing, but, you know, they, they weren't saying that they did anything wrong, but that's the only names they have. But I'm like, mm-hmm.
1: You know what though? He I should be in know. trouble too for flying that plane. He knew what was going on.
0: I don't know. I mean, it's like eh.
1: speaking of people with weird um, sex fetishes.
0: Oh my! Okay. This is
1: from New York Post. All right. Woman who had sex with 20 ghosts is now engaged to a spirit. Oh, she- <laughs> It's like the one woman that said she married the the, uh, the, ghost, the ghost pirate. The ghost pirate. This that is was, not like, her. Up. So hopefully she doesn't get ghosted. And ah! A British woman who claims she has slept with at least twenty ghosts says she's a now engaged to a poltergeist. Oh, a poltergeist? too. Yep. that's not good. She likes them crazy. But poltergeists are like the like not nice
0: spirit. Yeah,
1: they're 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 crazy. So who knew they could fall in love and want to get engaged? Right. Apparently, this bitch in December. <laughs> first of all, this is her name. Are you ready? I'm ready. In December, Amethyst Realm told oh, British TV God. TV show ITV. ITV this morning that she cheated on her fiance with a ghost. And oh since my God. It has gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20, nor- 20 paranormal beings. Oh boy. Yes. So, Realm said the ghost. Uh, hold on. Well, now she says she found the true love with an apparition. Realm said the ghost asked her to get married during a trip to celebrate their nine month relationships at England's Wookie Hole Caves.
0: Wookie Hole? Yeah. wookie hole.
1: There was no...
0: Oh, God. She's got a
1: wookie hole. <laughs> there was no going down on one knee. He doesn't have knees. But for the first time I heard him speak, she told the son, I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful, deep, sexy, and real. The 30-year-old said she met her spooky match, who doesn't have a name, during a work trip to Australia in February. I can't. I'd not
0: this had- is so ridiculous.
1: I've not had a phantom fling in a while. As I was away on business, starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. Of course. The Bristol-based spiritual counselor told the sun, Then one day, while I was walking through the bush, enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible energy, and I knew my lover had arrived. Oh, Realm said her my friends God. and family have embraced her unusual engagement, and now is planning her a big-ass pagan wedding. However, the couple already had sex on the plane back from Australia when they first met. I was happy and excited, so excited that we had to do something about it, she said. So we headed to the plain loo and well I am now a member of the Mile High Club. The bride to be added that <laughs> that this engagement is much more satisfying than her previous living fiance. Sometimes I get the feeling that I'm being moved, she said. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers have been way more satisfying than any ones that I have with ordinary men. And that's the end of it. That's the oh. end. My God. What? What is wrong with these people? Ugh. I'm... Why? I don't know why. B- b- why? I don't understand. Like, does she really think... He, I don't... Like she probably really believes it, though. You know what I mean? She probably has no doubt in her mind that she's bumpin' ugly with no-name poltergeist. Bumpin' uglies. <laughs> I mean... How does he not have li- have knees, but he has a penis? Yeah, I'm just thinking, like, how does that work? Like, I'm, I I don't know. I'm trying to think of how...
0: Yeah, how does that work, exactly? Does she, like, take care of herself and pretend it's him, or... How does this work out? I don't... I, I, oh, I There's don't, so many more questions. I, I don't
1: know, and and to be honest, I, I tried looking up, like, women who have sex with ghosts on the porn sites, thinking that maybe somebody's out there, like, doing it, and I could see it, and there's nothing on the porn sites. There's no porn sites? Nothing about nothing on the porn sites about humping ghosts. Well, there is, but it's cheesy. Like you can tell they're fake ghosts. Like, like they're just men in white sheets. No, shut up. There is not. <laughs> but I was like, there is not. Yeah, like it's dumb. But I was looking. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe there's something on one of these porn hub sites or like porn or PornHub or or X whatever that there's like a lady actually having sex with a ghost. And there is one, but it's a black screen, and she says. That she's in her bathtub, and she's using her dowsing rods, and the dowsing rods are how they s- communicate, like, yes, right. they cross, no, they separate, and she says that she can feel him behind her in the bathtub, and she does it in water, because you can feel him more in water, like, there's a whole thing, so there was one, it's like a minute and a half, where she's talking to him through a spirit box, but not so much like this woman's talking about. Oh my,
0: this is interesting. Right. Well, speaking of ghosts and such, this is something I was going to talk about um, on a previous podcast, but it never, like, sort of took off for some reason. Like, we started it, but never got into it. So, Rose McGowan accuses Alyssa Milano of making charm set toxic as fuck in Twitter Did we talk about that? We were going to, and then we went off on a tangent, and I never got to talk about it. And I'm like, both of them are a little wackadoo for me. Both of them are a little crazy. yeah. I agree. And it said, Rose McGowan said, I cried every time we got renewed because you made that set toxic as fuck. She said about her former charmed co-star, Alyssa Milano. Yes. so the actresses who worked together on the WB hit series sparred on social media Friday after McGowan, 46, criticized Democrats for achieving nothing following the final night of the Democratic National Convention. Milano, 47, clapped back at her former co-star in a series of tweets listing the achievements of the Democratic Party over the years. Rose and anyone bleeding, the same Democrats don't help people, nonsense. Your lies are going to hurt people less privileged than you, Milano wrote. It's the kind of thing an actual fraud would do. <laughs> Thousands of people are dying a day, but you go in with your hyperbolic, attention-seeking tweets. That's what she's saying back to her.
1: Oh, about to, back to this Alyssa Milano? Yeah, That's legit.
0: Well, no, this is what Alyssa Milano is clapping back at Ray wow. McGowan. In response, McGowan accused the Who's the Boss alum of having stole the Me Too movement from founder Tarana Burke and being difficult to work with on Charm. You stole hashtag a brilliant communication tool, not a movement from Tarana. You co-opted my movement, the Cultural Reset, for fame, jealous of me for out- outing my rapist. You made 250000 per week on Charm, she wrote on Twitter. Wow. You threw a fit in front of the crew, yelling, They don't pay me enough to do this shit, McGowan added. Appalling behavior on the daily. I cried every time we got renews because you made that set toxic as fuck. Now get off my coattails, you fucking fraud. (laughs) Yes! In a follow tweet (laughs) on Sunday, McGowan posted a screenshot that shows Milano blocked her on Twitter. Hurt people hurt people. Commenting any further doesn't align with my wellness plan. A rep for Milano told people, like, this is how funny it is. Okay, so <laughs> McGowan told her to fuck off, right? right. And then <laughs> Milano was always running her fucking mouth, but then McGowan told her off. So she was like, I need to put out. It doesn't align with my wellness plan. Oh, yeah. She's
1: fucking nuts. Like, Like, you're
0: fucking Looney Tunes.
1: She is Looney Tunes. And it it is what it is.
0: I thought you would probably get a kick out of that. In the wake of the Me Too movement, both the Gown and Milano have become outspoken warriors against sexual harassment and assault in Hollywood.
1: I can't comment on anything that Alyssa Milano... Like, I'm still allowed to follow her, but I'm not allowed to comment on anything anymore. What? Yeah, I think because I said, you know, why don't you quit whining about how many listeners you have? Because some of us with new podcasts want... At least, like, a quarter of your listens. Uh-huh. Yeah, now I can't comment on anything. Oh, my God. Did Melissa Bellano, to, I don't know. like, block your accents? I don't her? know. I thought I was being funny. I guess I wasn't. But anyway, speaking of crazy shit.
0: Oh, wait, real quick. McGowan said that she doesn't like her and she thinks she's alive.
1: Yeah. She's sense.
0: completely bullshit. So I just thought that was great. I like Charm. I used to watch Charm, like, I all mean, the we time.
1: All like Charms. I like Charm. I, I loved it. I personally didn't like it so much when Rose McGowan got on it. I I I think Rose McAllen might be a little overrated.
0: I thought she was okay then, but now I I don't know. I'm like, was she she a little quieter then, and now she's just like a wackadoodle. I don't know. know.
1: Wackadoodles. So anyway, they deserve
0: each other, right? (laughs) Um,
1: speaking of weird things, nature, why people should never ever ever move to Australia. (laughs) We all know Australia has crazy shit over there. This spider-like venom found Australian in Australian stinging trees. What? The trees? And the pain can last for weeks. In a tree? That's the tree. Australia is synonymous with venomous spiders and snakes, but scientists have discovered new toxins in what they label the truly venomous plant. A team of researchers from the University of Queensland have discovered a previously unidentified neurotoxin that is similar to the venom found in spiders and cone snails. Unlike its American and European counterparts being stung by a pen... Dendro, dendrosnide? J. D-E- J. <laughs> J. J-D-E-N-D-R-O-C-N-I-D-E. Tree. <laughs> Which means stinging tree can cause pain that lasts for days or even weeks. We just hope that... hope the study published Wednesday in the Science Advanced Journal will p- help provide new information as to show... as to how pain-sensing nerves function in help developing new painkillers. Because that's what the world needs. New painkillers. Oh my god. I mean, goodness. I guess non-opiate ones, so that would be nice. So, the Australian stinging tree are particularly notorious for, do, for, for producing an excruciatingly painful sting. The dendrocide plant, commonly referred to its indigenous name. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Its indigenous name, the gimpy gimpy tree. The gimpy gimpy tree? Gimpy gimpy. Gimpy gimpy. Because it turns you into... Is a rainforest nettle that can be found in eastern parts of Australia. Like other nettle plants, the trees are covered in fine needle-like hairs and are known to cause extreme long-lasting pain. Being stunned by a gimpy, gimpy gimpy tree... (laughs) <laughs> gimme, gimme! It almost is like gimme, gimme. It can cause pain that lasts for weeks. The fine appendages look like fine hairs, but actually act like hypodermic needles that inject toxins when they make contact with your skin. So, kind of like a um a jellyfish. I yeah, guess? sorta. Until recently, scientists yeah. jellyfish. Yeah, until recently, scientists were unable to figure out which molecules inside the plant caused such severe pain. Similar plants normally contain small molecules such as a histamine or acetylcholine and, for, and formic acid, but none of these cause the pain that is caused by the gimby-gimby tree, which suggests researchers that the unidentified neurotoxin can be found, um, it's coined as gimpy... <laughs> we can't even say it's it! It's so weird. gimpy Oh my god. So the neurotoxin is now called a gimpy which they named after the plant. Gympytides are small. Are similar to spider and cone snail toxins in a way that they fold into their 3D, mo- they fold into their 3D mo- molecular structures and target the same pain receptors over and over again. Oh, what in that's the hell! Mean. This plant is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toxic tree. So the the gimby, gimby tree is truly a venomous plant. Better said that the long term pain caused by the trees may be explained by the by the Gimpidites.
0: Permanent, yes,
1: Permanent? Shut up! Why is it? I'm thinking it's like um perminites Permanent, <laughs> Permanently changing <laughs> the sodium channels in a person's sensory neurons, as opposed to the plant's fine hairs getting stuck in the skin. So oh it like God. fucks with your molecular cell structure and just fucking causes pain for weeks. By understanding how the toxin works, we have to provide better treatment to those who have been stung by the plant to ease their or eliminate their pain. Well, you think? I mean that is just so sad. So this is why I'm never going to Australia.
0: Well, I mean, we have a million reasons not to go to Australia. I mean, and their 90, nature in
1: general—everything in Australia can kill you. I, I know, like, did you see? Like, their
0: spiders are humongous. They've got what was it? Somebody posted something the other day. Uh, this family was having a um, barbecue, and there was like all these coconut crabs that came up to them, and they're in Australia, and they're, they're fucking huge. huge. And they, I mean, tons of them. They're, like, having a barbecue. And you can see the people just, like, what the hell do we do with them? And they're, like, you know, being run over by, like, you know, all these coconut crabs. I'm, like, I would shit my entire pants. Right. I would shit my entire pants. Like,
1: everything in Australia can kill you. What is their good in Australia? I don't know. Um, Keith Urban and Nicole Kidman? <laughs> they're like, I know. I'm like, they got, like, great whites in the
0: water. Because every time, like, Discovery Channel does Shark Week, it's always, like, People have a cranky, there's another shark. It's all the time. Like, I'm cranky. I think Aust- it.
1: And in Australia, you have the, the saltwater crocodiles that swim in the ocean with the sharks. Like, fuck you. Oh my god. And now it's it's the bull sharks that go up the
0: No up in freshwater.
1: Right, bull sharks can go in freshwater.
0: But the alligators can also go in saltwater. But There is
1: crocodiles that go into the ocean in Australia because they're saltwater crocodiles. Right. So yeah, now I don't want to you're go. You're cruising around on the beach in fucking Australia, like, hey, I'm looking for whatever, wa- whatever wallaby way. <laughs> wallaby way. I'm looking for a freaking Nemo. <laughs> and <laughs>
0: that's all we have. Like, that's it. That's like all we have.
1: And not only <laughs> is Bruce the big shark, great white shark coming at me this way, I got fucking Bubba the fucking giant ass. Saltwater crocodile coming to eat me this way. Oh, and then if you make a left, it's a toxic tree that'll like permanently <laughs> change your molecular structure. Right? You'll be and if weeks. you try to go backwards, you're just gonna end up in like a nest full of venomous spiders. Spiders, as big as your head. Yeah, that kill like what birds out of thin air. Like they just grab birds out of the air. But the beach isn't safe either because you have 18 foot tall coconut crabs. Okay. Fuck Australia, man. <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: I would love it. I don't. I don't know if Australia's on our thing. I think they are. I think Australia is one of the countries that are that are stream that stream us. But um, if anybody ever listens to this from Australia, like even maybe one day we'll get popular because that'd be great. And then you know how people go back and listen to our shit. Like anybody at any point in time, if you're from
1: Australia, please write in because I'll t- They don't send a whole lot of stuff, and we don't get out of the country much. Tell me I'm wrong. Like tell me that Australia isn't like just. Nature and death.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know why people that live in Australia would ever want to leave their house. Like, you don't even stay inside the house and keep everything locked down. They don't want to walk (laughs) about. Yeah, like, I don't think you should leave. But um, on on an interesting thing, um, also on the Daily Mail, they posted this on September, September 13th, like on a whole different, like, kind of note and talking about nostalgia Um, the house that they filmed the exterior shots on for the Fresh Prince of Mm Bel-Air is turning into an Airbnb. Oh, I know. I saw that. Yes. And DJ Jazzy Jeff, DJ Jazzy Jeff will provide a personal welcome.
1: Welcome. He lives here in Delaware. I mean, he's right around the corner. What's up, DJ Jazzy Jeff? I know. I'm like, we could just see him anytime we want. He
0: lives like right over in Bear. But anyway, um, I thought that was kind of neat that they're doing that. And I guess G- DJ Jazzy Jeff is doing, like, I can't say that three times fast. Like, it's on Twister. I guess he's doing, like a, um, like, a little video. So, like, when you arrive, like, there's, like, a, a video that, that you'll see from him. Which oh, I, I hope at the neat. end
1: he gets thrown out of the house because that would be fantastic.
0: I know. It says, filming of interior scenes for the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air mainly took place on a Los Angeles soundstage and pre-made sets. But the home used for the Airbnb stay, which is actually located in the posh neighborhood of Brentwood, <coughs> <laughs> near Bel Air was seen oh, you don't not want
1: to only- around with Brentwood. It's haunted.
0: Well, it's by says- Nicole
1: Kim Simpson.
0: Oh, no, yeah?
1: Yeah, they say it's haunted. Oh, shit. So she walks around. I mean, she was killed right in Brentwood. Yeah. Right at her front door. So, outside. In, right. Like, in, like, the neighborhood. So, you just walk by her house.
0: Oh, my God. Well, it says, uh, let me see, which is actually located in the posh neighborhood of, blah, blah, near Bel Air was seen not only in the opening credits but every time Will's best friend Jazz played by DJ Jazzy Jeff was thrown out. His expulsion from the property was a running joke in the show. The stays will take place in a wing of the mansion with access to a posh bedroom and bathroom, an an amazing outdoor pool, a poolside lounge area, and an elegant dining room. So I was like, that's kind of neat, and they said they'll get to lace up a fresh pair of Air Jordans before shooting some b-ball in the bedroom, spin throwback classics all night on turntables, and done a fly look from Will's closet from Argyle Prepster to All-Star Bel Air Athlete. So that's kind of neat. The incredible pool and poolside lounge, wow, that's really nice looking, will be at the disposal of guests during their stay. And, I don't know, they just kind of go on to tell you, like, the different things that they'll do. So I thought that was kind of cool, that is neat. Yeah, I mean, look. Like, that's the exterior of the house. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah, and this is, like, some of the rooms that they're doing. They're putting, like, his face up there and all that stuff. So, I'm like, it's kind of neat looking. I don't know if I want to stay there, but. It's, um, five Airbnb stays in the Bellar Mansion are up for grabs on October 2nd, 5th, October 8th, and 11th, and October 14th.
1: How much are they? It's only
0: $30 a night. That's it? Yeah.
1: That's crazy. I'd stay there. $30 a year. Or, a night. Huh. $30 a night. Did I say a year? Yeah. Whatever
0: <laughs> but I'm like, you're whatever moving on right okay whatever. so
1: um okay, so I have one okay so will cake boss buddy Velastro Val- ever cook again after a horrifying bowling accident So apparently right. he's got like a bowling alley like a bowling lane in his in his house okay so it says what began as a fun bowling game with his family ended in a disaster for cake boss star buddy Velastro Val- A horrific accident left his right hand impaled. And the accident was so bad that, in fact, it might affect his baking future. Oh, no. This is from Newsweek. I didn't see that
0: either. This is from
1: Newsweek.com. Okay. Okay, so listen to this. It's crazy what happened. All right. The injury occurred this past Sunday when the 40, 43-year-old baker and reality TV star was bowling on a lane in his family home in New Jersey. There was a malfunction with the bowl and pin setter. Michael Coolio, the spokesperson for the val- the, the bakery, said in a statement. According to him, a malfunction had a common fix in the past, but it turned into a terrible accident. Mm. So, after trying to release the bowling pin from the cage mechanism, his right hand became lodged and compressed into the inside the unit. Um, unable to remove his hand, he can see a one and a half inch metal rod slowly and repeatedly <gasps> impaling his hand three times between his ring finger and his middle finger. Oh my so, god! Like, it was like... Right here. Sh- sh- sh-
0: yeah. Right. Oh, God. And he
1: kept doing it. After five minutes, the baker's son, Buddy Jr., and Marco used a saw to cut through the metal rods and get their father free from the machine. Oh, my God. The pastry God. expert was then rushed to the hospital where he received an emergency operation to remove the rod and stabilize the wound. A second surgery was performed by an orthopedic surgeon in Manhattan. Despite the harrowing, the harrowing ordeal, of the last stereo, whatever his name is, um, maintained his sense of humor. In an Instagram post, he held up his heavily bandaged arm and captioned the photo with, What do you think of my new accessory? And oh my God, that's awful. There he is with his hand up. Oh God. I know, that's terrible. What remains unknown is the impact of the injury what and what it'll have on his ability to make the amazing cake. Showpieces that made him a star on the hit show Cake Boss. It will be an uphill battle as it as it's Buddy's dominant right hand and he will need prolonged recovery and therapy.
0: Oh my god, that poor guy. In addition
1: to Kate Boss, he has also appeared as a judge on numerous other cooking shows, produced several hit programs, and written popular cookbooks. He was even inducted into the New Jersey Hall of Fame in twenty eighteen along with a sixteen year old along with sixteen year old Buddy Junior and his thirteen year old Marco. And Buddy also shares a daughter Sophia seventeen and son Carlo nine with his wife Lisa. Cake Boss follows Buddy and his family around the business at Carlo's Bakery in Hoboken. Um, Kira went there. She said it was really good. Um, it's been open since 1910, and now they. Oh, Kira went to the actual bakery. Yeah, to the one in Hoboken. Is it still on TV? I think I don't know. I don't watch Food Network. Well wishes. Well wishes for the celebrities in the cooking world came quickly um basically everybody just wants him to get well and that's scary i mean to just sit there and watch this rod impale your hand over and over and over again until your son has to come out with a fucking saw to cut oh him, my like, god no i cannot oh. even
0: picture it oh my god like i wonder if it broke his hand or he got lucky that it went before like in like, between i
1: mean, i'm guessing right here
0: yeah, I'm thinking, like, in here, but I'm like... There's a like, lot like, of little
1: bones yeah. in there. There's a lot of, like, tiny I'm surprised bones. he's not going
0: to need surgery.
1: He did. He got two surgeries. Oh, he did.
0: Oh, God. I missed that part. Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. So, we hope you feel better, buddy. When did this happen did
0: it say? Saturday. God, you just said that, didn't you? I'm sorry I'm like falling apart over here I'm like my allergies are so bad like and I got the fan on in the room and it's like making my eyeballs feel like sandpaper it's like hard to keep it open like I'm to turn the fan off but it's fucking hot and I don't <laughs> want to turn the air on <laughs> like I can't win here oh you know speaking of somebody going through some shit so according to it's funny because it's called all about laughs and I'm like I haven't heard anything besides this but Apparently, rapper Ti is indicted on cryptocurrency fraud after tricking Ooh. fans into investing in company via social media. Team says the rapper was unaware of the level of deception.
1: Ti is already in trouble with a lot of rappers because they think he's a snitch. So, oh really? So yeah, so you better watch out.
0: Well, this is from September. They better 12th. not put
1: him in the same prison. As should.
0: Oh my god! I know. Um, and it's, uh, All About Last by Jamari Williams, and it says, yikes, Clifford Harris Jr., better known as rapper and actor T.I., is in some deep legal trouble again. This time, however, the SEC has brought up charges against the rapper for his alleged participation in fraud activities involving cryptocurrency. I'm like, oh, shit. The SEC has announced charges against the You Don't Know Me rapper, along with four other Atlanta-based individuals, including film producer Ryan Felton. All have been indicted for two cryptocurrency-based investment schemes led by Felton. Court documents reveal reveals in detail how the crew allegedly promoted the initial coin offerings ICOs in 2017 and 2018 for the entities Flick and CoinSpark. Flick marketed as an entertainment streaming platform, and Coinspark founded as a new cryptocurrency trading exchange were both created by Felton in order for the price of the coins to increase. A plethora of false representations was made before, during, and after the ICOs. Claims that all the investor funds will go towards the development, launch, and support of the platforms as well as that private investigators invested in the platforms will be proven false as the ICOs were both unregistered and fraudulent. Oh, shit. So it says the SEC's complaint alleges that Felton promised to build a digital streaming platform for Flick and a digital asset trading platform for Coinspark. Instead, Felton allegedly misappropriated the funds raised in the ICOs. Uh, that's what they they were saying in a statement. In a separate complaint, the SEC details that the Flick ICO raised about 539 Ether ETH, worth $164,665 at the time, which was in late September 2018, whereas the CoinSpark ICO raised around 460 Ether, worth about $282,418 at that time. It also details further allegations of Felton secretly transferring tokens to himself and selling them into the market Engaging in manipulative activity and racking an additional two point two million dollars in profit.
1: Holy shit. I know I was like this guy Why was looking in trouble. I feel like this fountain guy took them through the ringer.
0: It says well, it says the SEC reports that TI's alleged role in the said scheme was offering and selling Flick tokens on his social media accounts, all the while encouraging his followers to invest in the fraudulent company and falsely claiming to be Flick's co owner. The paper trail rapper allegedly also recruited a celebrity friend to help promote the ICO and also included in the documents as a social media manager, William Sparks Jr., showing his involvement in promoting. So basically, they're saying they knew it was fraudulent. They promoted it anyway, and they got um, kickbacks for it.
1: And that's why you're going to probably go back to jail, T.I.
0: Well, he says no. No, because it's, it's white-collar, I guess. So it says it's reported that the rapper has agreed to settle, paying a $75,000 fine, and will not participate in the sale of any digital asset for at least five years.
1: Oh, all right, whatever. Well, no, I think what
0: cracks me up is that, okay, like, there was uh, that Candace Owen. You know, some people like her, some people I don't, depending, who you, depending on who it is, right? Right. And, um, well, she was on a panel with, like, other African-American people. You know, and she's a conservative Republican. And then you had T.I. And then there was, like, a woman. I can't remember what her name was at the time. Um, she's kind of reminded me of, like, Queen Latifah in a way. But, like, you know, from now, like, younger and, um, like, you know, she was there to kind of give her opinion and, like, T.I. was there to get, I mean, everybody was there to just discuss, like, you know, African-American politics, like, and black politics or whatever, or what's happening with the communities. And he was so fucking rude to Candace Owen. And regardless what we like or don't like about her, you can't have freedom of speech for one and not for everybody. You know what I'm saying? So we can dislike all we want, but you can't take away one and then expect to have it from the other. Right. And, she and I thought whatever. he
1: was, she could say whatever she wants. But
0: she needs to, well, she needs to have, they brought her there to be on a panel. And he would not let her speak. He was such a fucking asshole. Well, and it was like just shut up for a
1: second. But then like stuff like this happens, and it's like you know, like well, he's got to try and find respect somewhere because most rappers don't like him. Like I said, they think he's a snitch. So mm.
0: I'm not saying I like her either. I'm just I'm kind of trying to be fair across all boards. It's like if we say it's okay for these people to have an
1: opinion, yeah, I you gotta, let agree. G- you gotta let her have a great. That's what America's about. Too.
0: Yes, exactly. Like we can't have one and then not the other because that's that's not what it's about so all right i just thought he was an asshole
1: he is an asshole mm-hmm. gun charges and everything else like whatever
0: i'm like i'm not even sure why he was
1: even on the panel to begin with and like I he, know, it's he, not like it's 2012 like nobody cares about ti
0: no, not like that but he was he even made the point that it was like you know we're talking about things going on in like poverty stricken neighborhoods like trying to like increase minority neighborhoods and he himself said like i'm rich like i don't even know why i'm here Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I'll, I'll talk about shit, but, like, it doesn't even affect me. And it was so weird because then k was like, yeah, like, it doesn't. Awesome. He
1: likes to feel more intelligent than he is. All right. So let's get a World News report in real quick. Oh, okay. So World News report. World <laughs> News daily report. <laughs> the facts don't matter. It's been a while. Oh, shipwrecked my. man in... Is... Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. A shipwrecked okay. Malaysian fisherman claims he was sexually assaulted by a great white shark. A Malaysian fisherman who spent two days floating adrift in the ocean after his ship capsized and sank during a storm claims he was savagely raped by a great white shark while in the water. Know, savagely raped? I mean, last week it was dolphins, this week it's sharks. 44-year-old <laughs> 44, <laughs> 44 Ashraf Mohammed bin Syed was part of a seven-man crew that was reported missing last Friday after their fishing vessel capsized about 60 nautical miles off the coast of Mukah. Six of the fishermen were rapidly rescued by the other vessels despite the storm, but the rescuers were unable to locate Bin, Sa- Bin Said. Over the next 18 hours, the poor man drifted over more than 15 nautical miles without seeing any ships or land. That's when he claims he saw a 12-foot-long great white shark approaching him aggressively.
0: Mr. Bin Aww.
1: Mr. Bin Said says he thought the shark was going to bite and kill him. But the predator had other unusual plans for him. It came at me with its jaws open, but just tore <sighs> off my pants and started awkwardly humping with extreme violence. The injured, fisher- the injured fisherman claims the assault lasted several minutes before the shark ejaculated in the water and left. All of a sudden it stopped assaulting me and I had no, I had no idea why. Then I saw white stuff floating all around and understood it had just finished its thing. Oh Lord! <laughs> According to experts, sexual aggression by sharks are is a rare phenomenon, but not completely unheard of. Most shark attacks every year occur during mating season, as the predators become pr- particularly territorial and aggressive. Many victims of sexual assault by sharks get bitten either during or after the assault. So, Ben Said is lucky <laughs> lucky to still be alive. He suffers from the consequences of hypothermia as well as several minor lashes. But should survive I, his ordeal, the psychological trauma caused by the misadventure could, however, affect him for the rest of his life.
0: Oh my god! Shut up! I love how he's like, okay, so it was coming towards me, and it I came at it, me, and then he just ripped, ripped my, my pants, pants off. off. <laughs>
1: For New World News Daily Report. I wanna work for you. I know. Oh my god. Anyway, if you've ever been stung by a tree or sexually assaulted by a shark, please write us in <laughs> at StraightFromTheNet at gmail.com. You can also find us at straight from the net on Facebook and um parlor. Well, we don't really do parlor. All the no. other social media platforms. We're pretty popular with all of them. Just look us up. We're mostly popular, though, with the Facebook ones. We deal with that more. We're trying. We're like old people. I like the Twitter.
0: Yeah, get in Jamie's twat box. She loves it. Jump
1: in my twat box. Yes.
0: But anyway... Did you know you can hear us on New York Daytime Radio? That's right. New York Daytime Radio is the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you don't get it, it's okay. It replays again on Saturday at 7. If you missed that one, too, because you're really super busy, we get it. Guess what? It's going to launch on our SoundCloud. That's our mother account. And it's Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So how about we all make some good decisions, okay? Okay, bye. Bye.